Carla Channeling Greetings in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator. Before I speak with you, I wish that you feel the warmth and vibration of the energy that is with you at this time. We are sending you our vibration, which enhances the natural vibration of this group in such a way that it may more easily coincide with that which may be called spiritual vibration. Pause and feel this energy. Before we begin to answer your questions, we would like to respond to a mentally asked question. It is something that this instrument does not particularly like to do, but we feel it is good for both the instrument and the questioner to occasionally experience this form of channeling. We say to you, my brothers, you are upon a round ball. Not totally round, my brother, but round enough. Consider yourself standing on the surface of the ball. One side of this ball is in light and the other is in darkness. And it may seem to you very real that you are in darkness now and that you have been in light earlier today and that tomorrow the light will come again and after that another period of darkness. For you are upon the surface of a ball and what is real to you is what is real for that ball. And sometimes there is light and sometimes there is darkness. Problems, difficulties, pain, lack, limitation, these things are just like the ball that you are standing on. Only you hold these balls. Consider them as evanescent bubbles. When you turn them in your hand, they rotate half in light and half in darkness. And as you see the dark side of the trouble, you experience the lack and the limitation. And the trouble seems very real to you. But lo, the trouble turns in your hand and the solution is come upon you. And it also seems real to you. And the bubble bursts and is no more. And in your hand is another bubble. And it is turning its dark side to you. And as you hold it in your hand, it turns and it turns quickly or slowly. And eventually the light side shows. Day dawns upon that particular trouble and your solution is come upon you. We ask that you consider, my brother, that the man standing upon the ball is not just the man upon the ball. For there is that within him which is kin to all that there is. He is not a prisoner of light and darkness, for within him is the sun. Within him, even within the intellect of this man, in imagination, there is the ability of this man to go to the point of view of the sun. And from the standpoint of the sun, there is no night. And the turning of a ball in infinite space has no meaning. 
for there is eternal, infinite, unbelievable, wasteful light. There is no darkness from the standpoint of the sun. Your difficulty at this point is a problem of thinking of yourself as a person standing upon a ball and holding a ball, both balls being subject to light and darkness. Consider your difficulty from the standpoint of the eternal light and oneness of the sun, and the bubble will burst. There is a point to the standpoint of the man upon the ball. You are a plant within the cosmic garden. And that which is necessary for your growth is given unto you. Your growth is not in the body, but in the spirit. And that which is, shall we say, fertilizer, is the infinite array of emotional reactions that you have to these same problems. Through the reactions of your emotions, and through choosing what reactions you will encourage within your own consciousness, you are turning and developing your own cosmic growth. Let that cosmic sun shine upon you and your problems. I will now open the meeting to questions. Who would like to ask a question? Questioner, how can I meditate better? Source, my sister, it is a great pleasure to be able to speak with you. We are very pleased for the opportunity. For each person, as this instrument has said, there is a uniquely personal way to get past the difficulties of the conscious mind and settle into a more meditative or contemplative state. In your case, my sister, it is recommended that, for a period of five minutes or so, you take one of the works which personally has spiritual meaning for you, whether it be that which you know as the Holy Bible, or whether it be any other work which has meaning for you personally. Your mental discipline is such that you are accustomed to making good use in a physical sense of your time. Therefore, the main difficulty with your taking time for a meditation period is that it is a waste of time within the intellectual framework. The greatest bridge from the intellect to the spiritual is inspiration. Therefore, reading words of inspiration will at some point give you the inspiration and desire to pause and contemplate that which you have read. At this point, your own intellect will find it permissible to do so, for you will be learning. And truly this, although it is not meditation proper, is an extremely useful method for learning. It is a gateway into the spiritual. If you cannot go further than the contemplation of an inspirational thought, then this will be fine. At some point, as you do this daily, however, you will find that you have stopped thinking about that inspirational thought, and you have not yet thought of anything else. Perhaps that inspiration has led you to another inspiration, 
and then to another. And then you have a pause. My sister, if that pause lasts five seconds, within that five seconds you have made contact with the silence within. And within that silence is that which we have called the sun. Within that silence is the Creator. Five seconds with the Creator, my sister, is ample. Seek and ye shall find. This has been said over and over. Do not be disheartened if meditations remain short for some time. It is not how long your meditations last, but how earnestly you are seeking. If you knock at that door, it shall be opened. It will not be tomorrow that you are able to spend minutes and then a quarter of an hour in deep meditation. Yet, through the door of contemplation, you will become comfortable with the meditation. You see, my sister, there are people who are, shall we say, less energetic, and therefore they do not require their time to be productive. Once you begin to see in your own consciousness the joy and the productive changes which are coming as a result of your meditation, short as it is, you will no longer consider it a waste of time. At that point, your being will relax and allow the silence its rightful place. The physical vehicle in all of those among your peoples has been trained to be very active. And even among those who are the least energetic, you will find resistance to meditation, for the body itself is not comfortable doing nothing. This is unfortunate but true. It is much better to be totally inactive and then to move with true purpose than to be partially active at all times and have no purpose of a lasting quality. Therefore, we wish you a very productive outcome to your seeking. We assure you that this will be so. Does that answer your question? Questioner. Inaudible. Source. Are there other questions? Questioner. I would like to know if I could have some way of knowing, physically or absolutely, that I am channeling, really channeling when I think I'm channeling from the Confederation. I need to be absolutely sure that I'm not channeling myself, because I would hate to give anybody wrong advice or say something that's not right. Source. This is a difficult question to answer, my brother. There is no channel that does not dwell within doubts many times. Moreover, due to the type of beam that we are using with you, although it is electromagnetic in a physical sense, it is not the type of wave in which total control is ours and you have no free will. We have experimented with this beam and we do not like it, even when the instrument is fully willing to give over to us. It is uncomfortable to the instrument, and it is not necessary in order to give to you philosophy. 
we prefer using a type of communication which deals within your free will. We see your vocabulary as spread out within your awareness, and we pick out of your awareness the closest concepts to what we are trying to say. This is why different channels give different messages to a certain extent. Now, it is partially their subconscious, and it is partially us. Do you understand this? Do you see what I mean, my brother? Questioner. Well, source. This does not answer your question, but it tells you the basic answer, which is that you will never know for sure whether it is us until such time as channels are not actually necessary. Now, we must back up a bit. Channels are necessary because we cannot and will not go against the free will of those upon your planet. Some of those upon the planet are seeking the truth. To those people we come to give our message. Many, many of those people upon your planet are not seeking the truth at this time. This is their prerogative. We do not wish to upset their apple cart. We do not wish to make them know that our reality is superior to theirs. They are inexorably headed for our reality, and they will be forced into learning our lessons. We do not wish to do this to anyone. We wish only to talk to those who wish to listen. We cannot appear among you at this point for this reason. So we use telepathic channels, which no one can prove are actually speaking. This unprovability is essential to the vibration upon this planet at this time. We must not be proven to be here at this time until the majority of those upon your planet want what we have come to bear witness to. This channel has become convinced that she is channeling something of a higher reality. This channel is not totally convinced that we are UFO entities. This is fine with us. We do not care who you think we are. The reason that this channel is convinced that she is channeling is that in many instances that which she has channeled has been confirmed by events or by people as being, shall we say, on the nose, and the instrument knows that she did not previously have any awareness as to what was channeled. Therefore, she knows that there was an information source that was coming through her. We suggest to you what we have suggested often, that it matters not where the information comes from. It matters only whether the information is valid, whether it is helpful. As a matter of fact, we are from another planet. We are in a craft above your planet. We are people, and we speak to people. We are here in love and peace. This is our nature, and this is our message. Proof is not with us. Proof is not of our vibration. Love is what we have come to offer.
and love is proven only in love. We ask you, my brother, simply to have confidence. When you feel a desire to help, to give service in this way, pray as you would call it. Speak to the light within you in a way which communicates to your own vibration. Either say to yourself, I wish only to do work for the Creator. Say to yourself, let me be an instrument of thy peace. Say to yourself whatever is your true desire in the Father to do this work. In that way, there is no possibility of your channeling that which is not of the Father. It is when one is not careful of one's vibrations that one begins to channel those entities which are quite astral, which, while sometimes very high vibration, are also sometimes not. If you wish a spiritual communication, set your vibrations to that. Then, speak what comes to your mind. The essence of channeling is not to worry about what you are saying, but to go ahead. Catch those balls and throw them on. Catch those words and speak them. You have arranged your vibration. You have set yourself to do the work of the Father. Then do it. You need not question intellectually something that is not intellectually happening to you. This may sound very difficult at this time. What will make it easier for you is experience in this service. As you begin to have a backlog of experiences in which everything came out all right, in which that which was given to you was well received, you will begin to realize that once you prepare yourself as the instrument, then that which is given through the instrument is not of your concern. Does this answer your question? Questioner. Yes. Source. Is there another question? Questioner. When we meditate, do we get rid of karma? Source. No, my sister. Do you wish an explanation? Questioner. Yes, please. Source. There is a law within the density which you now know as the physical. This law is visible within the physical illusion as cause and effect. There is no action without a reaction. Nothing that happens has not been caused. That which you do is reflected in experience. This is karma. This is a law. The law does not become abrogated. There is a higher law, and this is the law of love. If you invoke this law, this law will dissolve the karma. Yet you invoke this through action. In meditation, you align yourself with all that there is. You have brought into your consciousness the Creator. Yet karma is that which is in the physical. And to dissolve karma, 
there must be an action of a final kind which resolves the reaction. This action partakes of love, but love in action. It is as though you would say that there was a fire raging out of control, and you stood by it, and you said, What is this destructive thing, and how do I manage to overcome it? And as you meditated, it came to you that you would overcome fire with water. And there you sit in meditation, with a pail of water in your hand. But, my sister, you have not put the water on the fire. Go from the meditation with the understanding and put out that fire. Do it consciously and know that the law of love is overcoming the law of karma. Is this clear, my sister? Questioner. Yes. Source. As we sit here, my brothers and sisters, we are like islands in a stream. This phrase has been used by one of your writers, and we take it from this channel's mind, for it is very apt at this time. You seem like islands in the stream. You are separate, and the waters are rushing past you, and you are each in a different place, attempting to understand the nature of that which is around you. Yet you are fixed, still, and as the waters rush past you, you see only that which touches you. My friends, you are the water. One drop of water, that is one with all of the water that reaches from one corner of the world to the other, that indeed touches all that there is, that knows all that all the other drops of water know. Release yourself from that island in meditation and become one with the water. Water does not seem strong, yet it is water, gentle, flowing, unified water that dissolves the rock. Are there any other questions? Questioner. Should we believe in reincarnation? Source. My sister, this is, to the best of our knowledge, what happens. If it is uncomfortable to you, it is perfectly all right not to believe in it. However, reincarnation of the entity within a certain experience, then removed from that experience and reevaluating it, then deciding what needs to be learned and going back into the density of experience, coming back out and evaluating again, this, to the best of our knowledge, is the nature of each of you. You are infinite, eternal beings. Your transit within this particular physical vehicle is very brief. Your transit within the Creator is infinite. We do not know where the trail ends. We are not at the end of it. We see far ahead just as you do. We see a little further ahead than you. We certainly do not know the end. We do not know the whole. Although we ourselves are still reincarnating, 
It is on a density where we are more in control of our experience and our stays within each vehicle are quite a bit longer as you would measure time. We do not say that the eternal essence of all that there is, is reincarnation. We only say that, at this point in our evolution, this is the nature of the residing spirit. It has a residence, and a higher residence that percolates, shall we say, into the lower residence and takes up for the learning, for the experiencing, the lower residence. Does this clarify the matter? Questioner. Yes. Source. Is there another question? Questioner. Yes, I am having trouble channeling. How can I practice? Usually, I meditate alone. Source. The best route for you to follow, probably, my brother, is that instead of trying a full-scale message, we do not suggest this when you are without at least three in the group, you attempt a much more informal and brief type of channeling. This is actually the best type to do alone, at least until you have developed the ability to make contact with us in a solid way. It is for your own protection so that you will not get astrals. We discussed this earlier and suggested that before initiating contact, the instrument pray. We suggest this to you. If prayer is not your chosen word for what we are suggesting, we give you the option of considering yourself a radio and tuning yourself consciously to the very highest frequency so that you take in only the purest of light frequencies. If you wish to test your abilities to channel, take your problems of the day, your questions, and your unmentioned but simply felt mood and say, what have you to say about this? You will receive an impression. This impression will be a very short answer. Listen to it and evaluate it. Do not take it as read or disbelieve it, but in an open-minded and careful way, evaluate your answers. See what you think about the source, about the level of response. In this way, it will not be very long before you begin to build up some confidence in your contact. Answers given in this way are quite short, but to the point. Within conversations with others, it is entirely possible to ask for words so that you might, shall we say, plant a seed while not formally channeling. It is not necessary to sit in a dark room with your eyes closed in order to get our words. Our thoughts are simply the thoughts which are within you, but which are amplified by the spiritual vibration so that you may hear them. Therefore, it is only necessary to make a momentary contact with the desire to be of service. Then, that which you need to say will be forthcoming. Again, it is not necessary that this be sustained. Very often, 
Those people who have come to you with a question will not need very much, but only the seed that they may take with them and let grow on their own. These things may be done without ever becoming what is known as a vocal channel. They are done because of desire to be of service. This type of channeling is just as important as the more formal type of vocal channeling. And in the case of the seed planting, it is very helpful in cases where the person asking the questions is only beginning to seek. This person would not come to a meeting and would be uncomfortable if he did come. We could not talk to him through a channel. We would not be able to get through, for his free will would then be violated. Yet, the seed can be planted if he asks a question that has a spiritual answer. This also is a service, my brother, and can be practiced in any situation. Now, we wish to add, if you can find two or three who wish to channel, it is possible to be more formal but we do not suggest that it would be best to attempt this on your own. Does this answer your question? Questioner. Yes, thank you. Source. You are welcome, but it is we who thank you, I assure you, for the privilege of serving you. Are there any other questions? Questioner. Yes. I wonder if you could comment on an experience I had about eight years ago when I was followed very closely by a UFO on my way to and from a destination. Source. We will attempt to answer this question. There are many times, my sister, when the light which is within is manifested outward in an unusual manner. The entity which you saw was not a confederation entity, but a spiritual entity of your planet, which was activated by your rising vibration within this density. You are a person who has made some progress in understanding within this experience. And as awakenings occur within the real self, the eyes are opened to higher densities. Within the higher densities, there dwell what you know as angels. These angels are not boring harp players who flap around with wings. They are beautiful, ethereal light beings. In physical manifestation, they are of physical beauty. And in ethereal manifestation, they are very bright. You had a sight of an angel who was of your sector. It was with this harbinger that a new era within your spiritual development began. We have appeared also to you, but this particular sighting was not ours. Does this answer your question? Questioner. Yes, and thank you. Source. It is a great pleasure to be with this group. I would leave you now, yet I do not leave you. I never leave, but as you desire our help 
we are here. We have the ability to hear 10,000 at once and understand each. We hear and we are heard.